Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Marco Rock today, CEO at Cassia Gold. They are chasing orogenic ore bodies. Uh, they've got two projects which they talked to us about uh, today, and we look at how they're going to allocate their cash, why they've actually chosen that path to value creation. And if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversations, topics, and the company itself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com. Marco, how are you, sir? I'm great. What about you, Matt? All good, all good. Where in the world are you? Uh, I'm in Hong Kong. All oh, right, okay, great. Yeah, but you were in uh, Canada for a bit, weren't you? Uh, well, not for a few months. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of hard to travel these days. Right, okay. And what, what's the protocol in last Hong Kong? Time was, last time I was there was 12 months ago. 12, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. So and what's, the, what's the protocol in Hong Kong for, for traveling or work, etc.? Yeah, so uh, when you come back, uh, you need to do a three-week quarantine by yourself in a hotel. Uh, can't get out, uh, can't open a window. Um, it's, wow. uh, it's, it's, it's tougher than I thought, actually. That's brutal. Wow. I don't, okay. I don't recommend it. No, no, I won't be coming to visit. Hey, well, look, um, thanks for coming back on. We spoke in, um, yeah, in December, early December, I think, um, when you just after you'd raised some money. Um, for this company, which has been renamed Cassia Gold, um, and we, I think we'd, we'd been sort of following it for the past couple of years under you know different different, uh, different name. Um, hey, well, look, um, good to see you. So thanks for coming back on the show. I want to sort of dig into a few things which I've seen coming out in terms of press releases. Um, but before we do, uh, can you give us a one minute overview of the business for people new to your story, and I'll pick it up from there. Absolutely. So uh, Cassia Gold is a Canadian explorer. Our flagship asset is called Cassia Gold. It's located in uh, northern BC. Uh, it's, uh, it's a 56,000 hectare land package orogenic gold system. Uh, we host uh, a 1 million ounce resource uh, inferred at 1.43 grams per ton with, with tremendous exploration potential. Uh, and uh, this year we're looking ahead for a 15,000 meter, meter drill program. Uh, which is focused uh, 3,000 meters on our um, uh, resource to continue to expand it, as well as on uh, uh, looking to add the 12,000 meters to to our high-grade vein system that uh, we can also talk about in the in, in a little bit. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so right, so there's a few things going on. There. And the reason I called you because since we spoke in December, it's, it seems like radio silence. It seems like more of the same. There's a sort of sedentary pace to this. And is that what we can expect to see going forward? No, absolutely not, Matt. Um, so we, we released the, our last set of drill results in, in December last year. And uh, since then, we've been uh, focusing on the, this year's exploration uh, campaign. Uh, we have planned 15,000 meters um, uh, starting in June and uh, uh, going all the way to, to the end of October. Um, in the meantime, we've been uh, making uh, some changes on the team, uh, some additions and uh, appointments to the board as well. And also uh, we've upgraded our uh, uh, listing in the, in the US on to, to the uh, OTCQX as well. Okay, so there's a okay, there's a few a few things happening there. Um, the bit I want to talk about is obviously the drill program, but let's let's deal with some of those outliers. So, so there have been a few appointments to the board. I mean, Steve Letwin's been around this project for a long time, not necessarily on the board, but you've moved him onto the board. 
Um, but a new name, Stephen Robertson. I mean, what's what's his track record? Why has he come on board? Yeah, so Steve Robertson, he spent uh, 25 years at Imperial Metals. Uh, he did uh, a lot of work around BC uh, in Imperial Metals projects like Silvertip, which is just uh, 80 kilometers north uh, of our Cassiel Gold project. He, but more importantly and more recently, he, uh, he was uh, leading the uh, permitting and community side of things at, uh, at Red Chris, which is now uh, uh, majority owned by, by Newcrest. Uh, and uh, he actually won the 2016 Schultz Award for excellence in mind development for, for his work there. And uh, he's, he's certainly a great addition to, to the team, given his uh, you know, wealth of experience and, and track record in BC and uh, in, you know, in the permitting and community side of things. So he's, a, he's really a great addition to the team. Right. And are these guys going to be active? I mean, Steve, Steve was involved previously, but didn't really do too much. Um, I'd, I'd say that the same with Chris Stewart. It didn't seem to be doing too much. I mean, these are, are these names or are they going to be, you know, really feeding into how you go about, you know, trying to drive this business and into something? Yeah, they, they're, they're very active. Uh, we, you know, uh, Casey can attest to that. Uh, we, we meet with them every single week. Uh, and uh, they're, they're very active, providing guidance and help and, and discussing what we're doing every week. And, you know, it's, it's really great. They're, they're really engaged. And, and, you know, I think we are uh, all very lucky to, to count with that kind of support uh, uh, and help, uh, you know, week in, week out from, from, from our board members. Yeah. Okay. And so, and, which is great, which is great. Um, with these sort of this like upgrading on the OTC Q, QX, I mean, it, it'll help, but you, you need to help yourself. You need to get out there and, and, and talk more about what you've got because it, at the moment it's, it's just like a lot of junior gold stories um, at the moment. So you're not much liquidity at the moment. So, I mean, can you do much about that? Uh, yes. Uh, so actually our, our liquidity has increased, increased quite a bit uh, um, compared to last year. Uh, so... Uh, um, I think we're over, you know, an average of 150,000 shares uh, uh, per day since the beginning of the year, which is uh, not where we want to be, but the, the, it's definitely heading in the right direction. Uh, so, so um, yeah, so we, we're 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 quite happy with that. In the meantime, uh, we've uh, we we actually. Uh, given the lack of newsful, because you know our our, our drill season only starts uh, uh, now in June, um, we had uh, some marketing that we had contracted last year. Uh, but given that the, the gold price was kind of declining, and uh, and you know everyone was talking about Bitcoin or Elon Musk or you know battery metals. Uh, we, we we decided to maybe put that on the back burner a little bit and uh, and 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 kind of increase and, and stack up that that marketing uh, investment towards where we have news flow. Uh, so you know you will see much more uh, of us uh, going forward because I think the return on our you know marketing investment was, will also be that much bigger when we have you know uh, exciting news to share, which we'll be having coming soon, coming from the, the, the drill campaign. Okay, perfect. So with the money that you raised, was what, 6.65, something something like that? Let's say Correct. you left with, I don't know, six and a half maybe. How, how do you split that up? Okay, marketing, how much are you spending on marketing? How much are you going to spend yeah, in so, the ground? And what's the GNA look like? Yeah, so uh, 
the, so the, the exploration program, we're looking at uh, roughly five and a half million dollars. And our, our GNA is uh, roughly one, one and a half million. Uh, so, uh, uh, and uh, so yeah, so that's that's kind of the split, and uh, yeah, we're pretty happy with that. I think it's a it's a well balanced uh, uh, budget. Okay, and the marketing is within that within the what yeah, the GNA, GNA number, yeah right? within the GNA yeah yeah. Okay, I guess we'll see what that looks like over the coming quarters. Um, should we get on to the exciting bit because this is this is where I think people can start to see uh, relative value and can compare you to peers, etc. Which is the drill program. Five and a half million bucks. That's that's a good chunk of change. Um, I think you're joined by Casey here. We've spoken before, Casey, haven't we? I think when you were we have. when we you were a new boy, you were a new boy. That's right. I think so. Oh, what a go! I mean. What have you asked Casey to do, Marco? What, what, what's the focus? Because you've got to kind of you've got to play the market, and you've got to get things right in the field too. So, what, what's the brief? Uh, you know, really, really, our goal here is uh, is uh, you know to to uh, basically uh, you know provide uh, you know success. Uh, we have you know really exciting drill targets. Uh, both on our bulk tonnage uh, target at, at Taurus, as well as at uh, the high grade at, at South Cassia. Our biggest challenge really is, is how to prioritize. Um, for example, uh, our bulk tonnage at Taurus is open laterally in all directions. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, we don't have uh, the budget to, to drill in every single direction. Uh, so we need to be selective. So our biggest challenge really is, is, uh, is um, you know having the right balance between uh, uh, and the right prioritization of, of, of drill targets, and I think uh, we have a, a pretty well balanced program this year. Um, and and uh, maybe you can uh, Casey can talk a little bit ab about that. Uh, but uh, uh, you know the split is roughly uh, twelve thousand meters to the high grade and, and three thousand meters to to continue to 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 grow and step out selectively at the, at Taurus. Okay. Hey, hey, Casey. Um, well, do you want to do that? Do you want to talk to? I mean, one, why, why is the split that way? Because you know, if you had the money, you'd be you'd be over at Taurus and building that out and getting some scale. But you, you can't do that. Is that what I'm hearing from Marco? So, so why have you ended up here? Well, if we have to divide it somehow because it's a big property and there's a lot of uh, a lot of targets on on. We call it North and South Cassiar because it's divided by the highway, basically it's convenient. And last year we restricted our work to North Cassiar to the Taurus area. And we were successful and, and had some uh, long continuous mineralized intervals. So it really supports that the Taurus bulk tonnage potential is there. Um, but we also found that Taurus is that there's within that more economic or higher grade trends within it, um, that uh, that'll be what we're following up and stepping out on this year. So. That's what we think is going to bring the most value to Taurus is really focusing. So it's a million ounces, but within that, there's parts of, of higher grades and parts of lower grades. And really uh, a full understanding of those trends and following those trends within the deposit is going to is going to bring the most value to Taurus. So that's the Taurus side. But, but explain when you say it, it's going to bring the most value. What, sure. what do you mean by that? Um, you can have a, a large bulk tonnage deposit, but within it, um, you're really going to want to know where your higher grade areas are. Um, in order to put together not just a mining plan down the road, but um, but uh, a drill plan. You know, if you're going to do infill drilling, you want to focus that on the part of the resource where it's going to count the most. Uh, and so that's that needs to be identified and followed this year and, and for for 
future infill, because this isn't a, a program that's geared towards strict infill drilling. It's not, I mean, a resource update may be on the table, but it's not, it's not what we're geared toward right now. Uh, with 3,000 meters, you, you're not going to move that needle too far, right? Well, no, you're, no, you're not. But, that but, but would, you, yeah. would you with a 15,000 meter drill program? This is what I mean about, you know, I'm just trying to understand. I, I understand what you're saying, but I'd like you to get into the weeds a bit with regards yeah. to that, because you've got a resource, sure. you know, and it's, and it's getting yep. you're over the million mark. Brilliant. Could, could you get to a million and a half? Could that with 15,000 meters? Well, we need to talk about South Cascadia then, because there are some really exciting targets there, and we didn't work on it last year. Um, we did one permit at a time, and, and we are permitted to do the work we want to do this year. So historically, um, most of the gold that's been mined in this area was from South Cascadia. There's been 315,000 ounces pulled out of four different mines there. Um, and there are there is an historical resource there that uh, that was done in 2010. So there's some uh, 70,000 ounces there in three different areas. Um, but there's a lot of potential in three different ways uh, at South Cassier. And I should say, too, we keep referring to it as a high-grade area. Um, the, the grades of the historical resource and, and mining and so on, we're in the 20 gram per ton range, not the one and a half gram per ton range. And these are steep dipping quartz veins with um, with extension potential in, in multiple directions, as well as at depth, because the geology across our property is stacked up uh, structurally. So um, there's potential for, for what we see at the, you know, the near surface to be repeated at depth. And so we want to get drills onto South Cassiar because that's where there's going to be, uh, well, there's really our exciting targets there, but also um, more, but uh, there has been more historically mined. So it's demonstrated production history, um, quite a lot more than was produced at Torres, but also at quite a lot higher grade. So this is where we want to spend our exploration money. Um, and it's, we're going to work out we're going to do a little bit of infill we have to do some confirmation just to just to vet some of the historical data and also because drilling is different now we've got better instrumentation we've got oriented core we've got better data collection uh, great work was done previously but software continues to advance um and and so that's kind of that's why the geologists who have by the way been very busy all winter uh, it doesn't make good news flow but uh, we, we've certainly had our heads done and been working through a, a large historical data set uh, to, to develop these targets that we're, that we're looking forward to testing next month. Well, actually, I, I do like that bit. And that may be boring, and that may be boring, but the, the, that analysis of historical data, I mean, you've got a, you had a lot of data, and there's been, you know, been some more recent drilling as well. What, what's that, what's that le leading you towards? What, what, are you, what are you thinking about what you've got, having spent winter looking at it? So when we haven't spoken too much about our, our technical advisory team, who we work quite closely with as well, but um, it's there's two sides to that, I guess, Matt. And and one is the sheer volume of data. There's there's been um, tens of thousands of meters of core, um, and and it's been logged very well for the most part, uh, but it doesn't all make it into a into a database. So there's been some data entry components, um, and then we there's some some crunching of that data, which means like looking at um, where the different structural trends or, or veining or mineralization, where it sits. And we've been uh, working on an updated geological model for the area because that's really the foundation of targeting. Well, tell me more about so that. This is important. It is really important. So you're, getting, you're looking at the geological model, which is critical for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it may sound boring to some people, but it's critical to 
ability of a small company to actually work out what they've got and where they put their their drill dollars. Okay, um, so can, if you don't mind, sort of explaining about a little bit of what you've been putting together, then what that's starting to look like. Because I'm going to ask you in a second why not put five and a half? Why don't you put the full five and a half uh, million in, in, into South Cassia? Do you know? Because people are like you're splitting it up. Right. So if you tell me that all the value is there, why not put all of the money there? But maybe start with the geological model first. Sure. Yeah, the geological model. Um, and this is focused on on South Cassia. That's quite a large area. We're talking about um, five or so kilometers by five kilometers. Um, and it's uh, th- because there are so many drill holes there, there's about 2,000 drill holes within that area. And so now we have software that can handle that. If we were talking 10 years ago, certainly 15 years ago, it's very difficult to make a single model that could provide, that would include all those. Uh, those areas. So within that area, there's four different mines that produce. There's open pits, there's mapping, there's trenching. Uh, it's a huge amount of data. And yet now we're able to process that with one or two geologists um, to develop. What we're trying to do is model w- both what has been mined historically and, and where the extensions are or the, the, the leftovers or the uh, existing parts of the resource. So um, that goes hand in hand with, with the um, Theoretical, I guess we'll call it, um, but with the with the mineralization model, um, what happens at South Cassiar is a little bit different than at North Cassiar in terms of mineralization. We have uh, flat lying veins that are, that then um, follow along certain geological contacts and and shears, and then they then they dip steeply and, and bridge to the next layer down. So we picture like a layer cake with with connecting uh, veins in between. Um, that's what the model looks like if I was to describe it. Um, and so once we've developed those, the model, then we can say, okay, well, here's what we know. Here's the data that supports it in this area. Here's a very strong trend of veining. And that's something we can follow. So that's how we get extension targets and exploration targets at South Cassiar. And uh, we've got some really strong ones that we're excited about that we're going to start with. Okay. So why isn't all your money going there? All of our money is not going there because we have an existing resource at Taurus. It's a different kind of a deposit, and it certainly has... Uh, it has legs. It has continuous mineralization. It's uh, it's the bulk tonnage resource that exists, and it's really a, it's a foundational resource. We can't we can't just let it sit there and turn all of our attention to something else. It deserves to be advanced as well. So that's why we're increasing our understanding at Taurus um, by focusing on the the higher grade components within it, as well as the understanding of what the controls were on mineralization there. But but if you look at the market, maybe I don't know, Mark, if this one for you or not, but. I'll say it and maybe Marco, you can either answer it or address it back to Casey. But if you're looking at the market at the moment, there's a lot of companies benefiting from big headlines, the high grade headlines. People get excited. They don't really looking, don't, don't mind. They don't look at the drill results too closely in terms of spacing, in terms of smearing, in terms of whatever. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a game that's got to be played in the market for companies at a certain point. And it works. It shouldn't, but it does. So you, you've got to work out. You've got whatever, six million bucks, six and a half million bucks in the kitty. You've got to be kind of cute with the way you, do, you go about this. Casey's going to say, here's the right way. Um, as a geologist, here's the right way to come about this. You've got a different set of problems because you've got to keep bringing money in to feed the drill program. So how, how do you balance up the bulk versus the high grade and talking to the market? Yeah, I can maybe talk to that and maybe Casey can, can add it a little bit as well from his perspective. Like for, from my perspective, I, I think you're totally right. You see uh, some, 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 some companies uh, putting out some, some drill results and, and getting some reactions that uh, 
I scratch my head, to be honest. Um, I, I think there, there's definitely a component to it, uh, you know, of having sexy, high-graded hits uh, that grab a lot of attention. And uh, we're certainly certainly expecting some of those at South Cassiar. And I'll, I'm very, I'm going to be a very happy CEO seeing them released um, because I think there's still a lot of people out there that. Uh, uh, don't know the story, and that might be, you know, maybe that sexy intercept is uh, is uh, um, you know, what you need to to get that attention uh, and to get uh, on on people's radars. You know, having said that, that's really not what drives our exploration plan and in, uh, in our exploration work. Uh, you know, we we truly have a really exciting targets. Uh, you know, the Taurus bulk tonnage is open in all directions and, you know, it will be a shame not to continue to, to drill it. And we had a very successful drill campaign last year, even slightly better than, than I expected. And uh, at South Cassia, it's, it's really high grade. You know, these, uh, you know the, the historical resource there is between uh, 18 and 24 grams per ton between the indicated and inferred category. And, um, and you know, most of these vein system is, is open along strike. So there's a good chance that we'll, we'll uh, uh, you know, hit uh, very good intercepts there and, and continue to, to, to expand uh, the, the, the minerals, the, the, you know, the known mineralization and grow that resource. And, uh, you know, if we can get some sexy, uh, some sexy uh, intercepts, uh, you know. I, I'm 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 going to take them with a with a with a smiling face for sure. Casey, you going to be able to deliver sexy? Of course, uh, this is the this is the goal of the project. But we also want to advance it responsibly, right? It's we could drill the same thing over and over again. But what we really want to do is understand and and expand the deposit itself and. Um, that that means taking some steps out. That means that means doing some extension and some exploration work as well. And that's why we're working in two areas um, because we have two we have more than two areas. We're starting with two areas, and I feel like that's being very conservative. Um, but I'm an exploration geologist, so that's a story you'll always get from me. But but you've got you've got um, some you've got but, a historic number there. I mean, yeah. do you just say I'm going, we're going to use that as part of our process, or do you say well actually? What would be really cool is to get that updated and put it, you know, put into the market now. Maybe small, but it'd be a good start. It gives people a sense of the, what we're dealing with here. In terms of the historical resource at South Cassiar, um, we could, but I think it makes more sense to, to see where it leads us. Um, there's still a lot of potential for extension, and that's where our targets lie, and that's what we're going to be focusing on this year. I don't think you want to do a resource update till you know which part of the resource to do your infill drilling that's going to to uh, inform your update. So we're, that's not the step that we're at right now. Um, Seventy thousand ounces is is nice, but it's really it, there's more potential than that at, at South Cassiar, and that's why we're that's why we're looking a little farther afield. Okay, so it's just a little too small at the moment. Okay, um, sounds like a, a bunch of drilling coming up. So when does that kick off? Next week. Next week. Next week. Okay. Good. And uh, how, what's the assay situation like up there? Is it are they coming back quick? They are, and we have a we have a two week turnaround from our lab, from which is really good for Northern Canada. Um, and we had uh, had a good relationship last year, and, and they delivered that. So we're excited to be able to have that again this year. Okay, fantastic. Okay, guys. Well, sounds like things are moving again. Um, stay in touch. Let's know how you get out, especially when these trolls start coming through. Be interesting to see what uh, what you turn up. 
sexy, hopefully. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.